better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to And welcome to episode 291 of Blurred R Us. We are back with another episode for your ears. Um, this may be a relatively short one as there's not actually been too many things happening, um, especially in the cinema landscape um, of quality films that we're interested in. And also as well, um, not really much to happening on the Netflix and Amazon uh, side of things or things that are like in my opinion, must see watched, must see to be watched, must see to be reviewed. Um, I'm still unfortunately under the weather as well. Um, I get better and I get sick again, and I get better and I get sick again. Um, I've just got like flu cold symptoms that are just making me feel weak, low energy. Um, today I did want to go to cinema um, and watch and try and attempt to watch two to three films, but my body was just like, yeah, bro you are staying in bed so instead um i watched mr and mrs smith on amazon which we're going to get to in a couple of minutes mm. um but other than that just chilling um me and rodimus have uh started off almost in a sense uh, a spin-off podcast uh where we're going to be reviewing um a random the it's we're calling it random movie bucket list so um mm. I think like back in like 2009 I got um, a poster that had all these like random classic movies because there was a lot of movies that like I have not seen so I was just like at some point I'm gonna like find someone to like spin off and just do a quick little 15 30 minute podcast just reviewing these like classic movies um, so similar we, to the Ghibli files yes very similar to the Ghibli files but I don't think it's gonna be as in depth and as long as the Ghibli files I feel like each episode might be 15, 30 minutes, a quick little recap, quick little review, and then move on kind of thing. It's just because, like, I'm supposedly, and I'm doing air quotation marks, I'm supposedly meant to be like a, a movie buff with a podcast, but, like, there's so many classic movies I have not seen. Do you know what I mean? Like, the first one we reviewed was Shawshank Redemption, which I've, you know, people talk about as like one of the best movies ever made, um, and I only mm. just watched it last week. Um, mean Girls is the next one I'm going to be reviewing. Um, again, I've heard people mention Mean Girls and talk about Mean Girls for like forever, but I literally just watched it the other week. Um, and then I think next up is uh, I forgot what's next. Oh, The Dark Knight. Now that I've seen, but um, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I'll be reviewing that as well. Um, hopefully on Friday. Um, and obviously, once we get into the swing of things, there's a couple of anime episodes and a couple of um movies that are like black movies that i want to invite you on mm. as well so that i can get get you on every once in a while as well um but i will like give you the 419 in advance so you're not scrambling and also um because obviously i'm recording with rodimus in america it's like a late one it's like 1 a.m 12 o'clock yeah. recording so obviously it's also whether you can fit into your schedule because if you've got football or you've got something on the next day um, mm. and then even with me if, I've, if I'm if i working nights and I'm finishing at a time that might not be no if I'm on early sorry and it's like a one o'clock recording I've got work at five o'clock the next day then you know we probably won't be able to record um, but it's yeah. it's, you know, it's a I feel like it's a bit of a change of pace because it's like there's no rush in a sense like mm-hmm. normally when we're like obviously we've kind of slowed down in a sense but normally like a new film comes out on Friday we've got to try and get it watched on Friday we've got to try and get the whole season binged within a day 
and then we've got to re- re- review it and then give up like where it's like old movies one most of them are available on streaming services two there's no rush in it like it's just like we can do it at our own pace um i think what's probably going to be the hardest is finding some of these old anime movies um yeah that's that. definitely to be fair i do have websites that have yeah, yeah, yeah basically anime dating back so yeah so hopefully, that would that shouldn't even be a problem yeah so hopefully um cough cough the sites that i <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, should hopefully have them but um and i think also as well it'll be interesting because like i've looked at their list a little bit and some of the animes i've never even heard of um like and, oh, i think the first one let's see what the first one's even called the first one that we're going to be reviewing uh, is Robot Carnival. Um, I think it's a sh- Robot uh, Carnival. I think it's a film that's got like five different short animes in it, kind of thing. Um, so again, mm. ne- never heard of it. Um, like, it's going to be good in it. Like, it's going to be it's going to be different. Obviously, I throw an anime in there since like I'm an avid anime watcher. Um, I've also thrown in um, some black films uh, just because. There's also like a lot of black films that like have escaped from my wheelhouse that I haven't seen or I don't remember seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Robot Carnival, a collection of short stories made by different animes with robots, robots as the working title. It came out in 1987. Uh, next up is Project AKO. Uh, that uh, came out in 86. So basically, for the anime and in a sense, the black, the black films, yeah, I just typed in on IMDb the hundred best anime films, and we're just going to be working from hundred down. So, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of crap in there until maybe, you know, we get into the top fifty. But we will wait and see. And also, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting because, like, like I've just seen one of the films is um, Rooney Kenshin, and like I've never watched a yeah. full series of that. So we're kind of be gonna some of them we're just going to be jumping in the dark in it. So like, let's say for example. Um, Naruto movie five. All right, so for me, that's not going to be too much. I've seen Naruto, but let's say if I was doing it with someone else mm-hmm. that had like no idea, they're going to be jumping in, um, in blind in a sense. Um, but then yeah. also like some of the animes are going to be like really short, like Record of Lotus War. Um, I've heard of it. I never watched it. Ooh, it, that's a good one. It's Record a, of Lotus War. I haven't seen that in a while. But it's 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 according to this, it's a twenty five minute film. Like that's you know that's perfect we can get that done in seconds yeah. you know what I mean um, mm. there's obviously going to be some Sailor Moon films which is going to be nice even though like I've never like watched Sailor Moon from start to finish I know of Sailor Moon um, I've just never yeah. watched the series yeah I've um, never watched Sailor Moon to be fair yeah I'm looking forward to see if there's like you know obviously like Akira is probably going to be number one I've seen them I haven't seen that in like a very long time there's obviously going to be um some Studio Ghibli movies in there, but with um, some mm-hmm. of the Studio Ghibli movies, if we reviewed it in the Ghibli files, then I'm not going to review it again. We're just going to like skip and go to the next one. Um, I'm looking forward to watching Ninja Scrolls again because uh, I haven't watched that since like I first, you know, became an anime lover. Um, so we just going to see that um, stuff like Golden Boy. I've you know heard of it, but I've never seen it before. Um, Golden Boys jokes. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's going to be some. There's going to be some really interesting um, ones to watch in it, um, and stuff that we've, you know, I probably would have never watched if I didn't embark on this journey. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we get along, how we do. Um, there's no like I would like to say we're going to do one movie a week, um, but there's just no guarantee. Um, you know that's gonna happen um but what we're also gonna try and do is let's say for example we're gonna try maybe like where we can maybe record two episodes at a time and then like we've got one saved in the chamber um so then that way there's a, a constant flow of ones that we can drop so like when i'm doing late me and you, me and you can't record on a saturday sometimes so then if me and you can't record yeah. then i'll drop one of those episodes instead so then that way it's like it helps with our constant flow of episodes um but again mm-hmm. you know all best laid plans don't always aren't always execute as such but in a sense we'll, we'll see how it goes in it um but yeah so that's a plan moving forward 
Um, for anyone that's listening to the very first time, uh, we are generally a week-to-week podcast uh, doing movie reviews. Um, we at Blair's Rust, we have a unit rate system. We call it the chicken rate system. If you think something is absolutely bones, uh, sorry, if something's absolutely bones, dead. it's <laughs> it's like absolutely dead. Shame on bones. you. How long yeah. have you been doing this? I know. Next up is a quarter chicken. There's a half chicken. There's a three piece. And there's a creme de la creme. It gets a whole chicken. Um, first up that I've watched this week, I watched Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. Um, like I said, I've been doing like a a, um, a retro review of watching the first two movies to get myself ready to watch the new live action on Disney Plus which I think uh, the finale dropped last week so I'm probably going to try and binge that over the next couple of days um, I think I enjoyed the second one a little bit more than I did the first one I think I gave the first one a quarter chicken this one gets a half chicken uh, it was a little bit more entertaining um, the story was just a little bit better and it was funny that um, they couldn't afford to get Pierce Brosnan back as the central character and they got oh, some, I see. Uh, they got a different character some British guy um, I can't remember his name, but he's. When you see his face, you just know who he is and that kind of thing, you know. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, so not much to say about that. Uh, were you able to watch Maburoshi Mab- on Netflix? Uh, no, I wasn't. All right, so unfortunately, I'm not not t- too much to say about this year. Um, it's. Netflix uh, Netflix. it's Mappa's first debut film um, Mappa is the studio um, oh wow I'm, forget, I'm blanking it I was going to say if Mappa's the studio does one punch man um, no it's not the one they're not the studio that did Attack on Titan is it yeah they did the last season right, so Attack yeah Titan. okay so Mappa is one of the up and coming fate well that's, that's you know, I can't even say up and coming. Like, should I? Should I? Should, it's, the, it's the up and coming. It's been there since 2012, to be fair. I well, mean, it started on um, that's, or co-produced with Kids of the Slope. Um, but if you've seen productions um, such as Hajimedo Ipo Rising, yeah. Garo, so looking at um, Garo, Crimson Moon, The Power of Silver Flames. They also did God of High School, Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack of Science. Yuri on Ice. Chainsaw Man as well. Vinland Saga Season 2. Hell's Paradise. Um, so right now a lot of high school <laughs> yeah they're like um, one of the elites um, anime studios like they're, they're they're slowly becoming one of the one, one of the well known ones um, so you know 2020 they're, they're still young though 20, they've been about for 12 years like still yeah. relatively young in the game but like in terms of like I'll say like the more popular anime of now like Jujutsu Kaisen and and then ones there that's you know their wheelhouse um, so this is like their first original film um, I I had high hopes for this but it wasn't that great man it only has a cool chicken for me um, the story is a bit weird um, maybe it's one of them ones where like I didn't understand it or like I wasn't vibe because it took me like several days to watch I was like I watched like 15 minutes here and then pause it go to bed and like it just didn't grip me enough to, and like I only just even finished it just because you know it was something that I said I was going to review in the podcast um, which is a bit of a shame um, next up um, again I'm only going to go off some of the in a sense highlights here um, but they had a Sony State of Play on January 31st um, we're actually even getting another one tonight uh, the one tonight um, is going to be centred a lot more on Final Fantasy um, Part 2 uh, I want to say it's Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth um, we're going to get a more extended look at that because I think that game comes out end of the month um, so again these are some of the highlights that I took, off, took from it um, Helldivers uh, comes out February 8th um, it's, it's going to be PS5 and PC um, it looked similar to Outriders, so yeah, I thought it was a bit yeah, a bit like Outriders. To be fair, like you said, um, a bit like Starship Trooper Aliens meets sort of like steampunk, uh, like guns and weapons. So that's that's my notes. But yeah, yeah definitely feels more like Outriders. It's a shame though, because if it was coming on Xbox and it's coming on Game Pass, this would be something that I'd pick up because then I could like play it with you in my car and like some of the guys over at Nerds. Because that's one of the things yeah. that I did love about our riders is that 
I finally had a game that it wasn't too hard, yeah, that I could play, but I could also play with you guys. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not really good at shooting games. I'm not really good at fighting games. Like, I'm just a very casual um, uh, games player at this moment in time. And also, as well, like, I don't also have a lot of time to, like, watch movies, anime. So, Outriders, we could, like, play for an hour together. It was fun. It was lighthearted. We could change the difficulty to make it easier or harder, depending on what we needed. Um, so, again, I don't have my PS5 right now, but if I did, I think this would be a perfect game for me and you to play. Um, maybe do some streaming together. Um, but, yeah, maybe something that we can look at maybe that somewhere down in the future. Um, next up was Stellar Braid. Uh, came out April 26th. Um, it looked okay, but it's not my kind of game. Um, Sonic Shadow Generations comes out autumn twenty twenty four, so no confirmed release date on that. Um, Zen- um, can you get so when we saw Stellar Blade, um, mm-hmm. this is the one where it plays a bit like Bayonetta, or okay. like it has the same same gameplay as Bayonetta, near Tomata. Um, so you know, expecting big combos, both ground and aerial assaults, but and then range weapons as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So the animation on it feels like a Final Fantasy VII remake, just like, as just how crisp it is. Um, but I remember us talking about the female character in the group chat um, at a time. Um, like when we saw the first uh, trailers for an early gameplay to it. Mm. That's how far I mentioned that there. Um, Sonic, um, Sonic and Shadow Generations, yep. that one is simply just a, a continuation or I guess an addition of Shadow with the Sonic Generations game so play gameplay is exactly the same um, maybe more elements because you have Shadow in there now in fact um, it, he has a few courses where you see um, I can't remember what the character was in the 2012 uh, Shadow Hedgehog game but there's an alien character um, who's there either guiding him or you know whatever um, so that's that's about the only addition to to Sonic Shadow uh, Generations. Mm. Uh, so next one, I think you're gonna say Zenless Zone Zero. Yeah, Zenless Zone Zero. Because um, when it like first popped up on the screen, I think it just had fairy, and I was like, okay, what's this? And then it, mm. when the trailer played, it had this like own, it had a different name. Um, I like the animation yeah. style of the game. Um, again, this is maybe something where if I had a lot more time, I probably would check it out. It looked very. It looked like a very anime style game. It looked interesting enough. Um, yeah, it's definitely anime styled. Um, I think this is also the game that had similar swing mechanics to um, Spider Man. I remember early on, um, I think YouTubers were talking about about that fact. Okay, um, well, oh, so oh. there is that as well. Oh, I remember seeing something like that. I didn't realize that that was this game. Yeah, yeah, it's this game. Fair enough. Uh, um, yeah, but it's quite nice. It's got like it's got enough. Uh, sorry, an RPG style to it as well. Mm. Um, yeah, especially with the weapons. So that would be interesting. That's again, something I definitely keep again. It looks like this is like if I had time, if I had the money, like it'll probably be something that I'd pick up and check out. Just because it, it looks a bit of fun. Do you know what I mean? Um, Silent Hill Two is in the development of a PlayStation. Um, I have never played. A Silent Hill 2 uh, I have never played a Silent Hill game um, same way that I pretty much have never played a Resident Evil games I don't do scary games um, if I can help it mm. um, but I know that there's a lot of people that are fans of the Silent Hill franchise so that's a, a lot of good news for them um, Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out March 22nd uh, this game looked really good um, if I had the time I would definitely play this game um, what to call it yeah I believe um, this is a game that Jesse and Seth from Who's Next Gaming and Nerds respectively um, have both spoke about. Um, I think you get like a peon or like a, um, what's those, you know when you're a knight, you get like an assistant. What's that called? Squire. Squire, yeah. So I think you get like little, um, I say little squire. I think you get like a squire throughout the game that like helps you out. And then also like if one of your friends play play the game online kind of thing that your squire can help them out in missions and stuff as well um, mm. the game looks interesting um, I think uh, this is probably a game that Jesse's going to pick up so when he does I probably will be checking it out on stream um, and watching him play it and then maybe you know let's see maybe I will pick it up at some point in the future um, have you ever played Dragon's Dogma? Um, I don't think so I was tempted to play it though um, it's 
again, it's another RPG, sort of fantasy RPG game where you could combine both magic and uh, physical combat. Um, it's one that, um, you know, it's just basically the realms of the games I like. Mm. Um, so, and I've heard people, you know, say very good things about Dragon's Dogma. Um, so, yeah, I I definitely check out this game. All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, next up, Rise of the Ronin, March 22nd. Um, I don't know why um, I was confusing this game for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that was coming out, um, but this is not mm. that game. Um, this looks very cool. No, it's, it's um, uh, how do I put it? It's like a almost like an Assassin's Creed, but setting like the was it? Oh. I, I I I describe it so it's set in nineteenth century Japan, but yeah, it yeah. plays like Neo, uh, okay. but maybe not quite Blood Souls like. Um, that's the that's how I describe it. I got um, it I has got some an, interesting I, features. I got, an Assassin's, I got an Assassin's Creed vibe from it. That was, that was my take. Yeah, I see. Mm. Yeah. yeah but no it's it's not it's no it's not it's not assassin so you don't sneak up on people and like assassinate them or anything like that at all mm. um it does seem to be very sort of neo like so open world um exploration um it has interesting features such as jumping on a kite um as i say similar to like a ninja or if you think about how Ang in the last uh, Airbender sort of rides his kite, it's very very similar to that aspect there. Oh, sorry, that that um, uh, it's a very similar feature there. Um, combat looks pretty good. It looks like um, fast paced combat um, where you'd also have to sort of memorize your opponent's uh, attack patterns. Um, either that, or um, you know, relies heavily on being able to dodge. Um, block that kind of thing. Um, so it, it's, it's very active combat. Um, as also obviously it's got its uh combos in there as well. So it does, I think, it does have that neo feel to it in, in, in that aspect. Okay, nice. but it looks sick though. It looks sick though. I don't know if it's also got um, uh, online play feature where you, ha- you can have friends join in and mm. stuff, um, similar to. I say Ghost of Tsushima in that aspect. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Next game that was up was uh, Death Stranding Two. Um, I thought the way they were talking about, it, I thought it was a new Kojima game, but it was just Death Stranding Two. Um, I never played the yeah. first one. Um, as always, this game looked weird as fuck. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the game has its fans, and that's why they're doing a sequel. Uh, I won't be checking it out. Um, but there it is. Um. What, what I thought was exciting. Yeah, I'd have checked, I'd have played those kind of games anyway. Mm, yeah. I hate horror games, so yeah, I would not be checking it out. I thought what was exciting was that um, they announced a new action espionage game from Kojima because, um, oh my God, it's not. Um, Fistint. That's what it's called. It's called is it Fistint or is it Fisint? P H Y S I N T. I didn't see the name. I don't I remember seeing a name. Um, but obviously, mm. Kojima was the guy that did uh, Metal Gear Solid, so obviously. You know, yes. it's a return back to like what has made him famous after they split from, um, I want to say Konami. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see what that comes out with and how that is. And I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game. I've seen, I've watched one of my friends play it when I was like back in year seven um, for a bit, but mm. that's my that's as far as my like knowledge goes with those games. Um, and as mentioned earlier, yeah. the next one that next day of play is going to be today, uh, February sixth. Uh, it's going to be focused on Final Fantasy Rebirth, so I'll be watching that tonight. Um, and then last thing from me, well, actually, two, well, two things, and I'll pass on to Martin to see what he's been watching. Um, for, um, one's a bit of news, I guess. Um, one of the animes that both me and Martin are watching, which I haven't watched a couple, um, I haven't watched any episodes in, in a couple of days, um, is Ishura. Um, that's actually streaming on Disney Plus. So is I'm always intrigued nice. to find out which new animes Disney, of the new season Disney Plus has because um, so far it's generally been like some of the more mature ones and um, I guess ones that you can say are a bit under the radar um, because like I said Undead Unlock even though it's like a couple of weeks behind it's streaming on Disney Plus as well so if you're yeah. looking for a new anime um, and you know you it's not a Crunchyroll 
um, and you know you want to stay true and loyal and watch them in the correct way uh, sure it's on Disney Plus so check that out it's definitely worth a watch um, last thing that I'm going to mention um, I am currently I believe on episode 7 sorry mm-hmm. um, of Mr. and Mrs. Smith um, okay. the 2024 uh, TV adaptation of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith um, so the synopsis on IMDb is two strangers land jobs of a spy agency that offers them a life of espionage wealth and travel the catch new identities and an arranged marriage um this how do i put this it's not amazing but i can't stop watching it like it's got it's very it's, like it's quirky yeah it's it's like i started and i was like i don't know if i'm enjoying this but i want to see what happens so i watch another episode i'm like mm. i don't know if i enjoyed that but I didn't hate it. So let me watch another episode. By the time I got to episode three, I'm like, this is actually hilarious, but I don't know if they intended it for it to be this funny or whether I just have a very warped mm-hmm. sense of humor. And like, I'm laughing at things that other people are just like, why are you laughing? Because some of the stuff that happens here, for me, is hilarious. Like, I don't think, mm-hmm. and, and it's one of the ones they're acting it out as it's like very serious, but like, I'm yeah. I'm finding humor in it, um, and again, I like I said, I don't know if that's just me being yeah. Like, they do that. They do that. I, yeah, I, like me just being twisted. Um, like I said, I've only got two episodes left. Um, I don't know how um, because, like I said, initially when I started watching, I was like, this show is not great, but like I'm having so much fun of it, and like right now, um, I'll have to give it a whole chicken just from pure enjoyment factor. Um, like I don't think mm-hmm. it deserves that rating, but it's just like. It's weird, isn't it? Like, you know when, like, people enjoy bad movies kind of thing? Like, they know it's bad, but they yeah. just can't help them. So I feel like, no offense to the people that have, like, you know, obviously worked really hard in the show, I don't feel like it's, like, an amazing produced TV show. Like, I, I, I wouldn't say it's, like, on a, a Game of Thrones levels or, like, a Squid Game or... Do you know what I mean? Like, um, like everyone's going off about, um, is it Reach on Amazon? Like... Like even though I don't watch yeah. it, like from the things I've seen, Wait, like, Jack Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher, the one with the with the one with um Dad from um, Blue Mountain State. Yeah, yeah. So Jack everyone, Reacher. yeah, everyone's given that like such high praise, and like from the clips I've seen, yeah, I'm like yeah, this looks quality, like good story. Like this one is just like the pacing's very slow. Um, like you don't get a full sense of like how much time has lapsed, and I guess they've done that on purpose. Um, mm. but like I can't help myself being like you know I want to watch that like literally today um, I've watched seven episodes like they're only maybe like 45 minute episodes yeah but I've watched seven episodes I'm sick I've had a nap as well like that's pretty good considering I woke up I woke up at 11 o'clock to get seven episodes banged out um, and as well as doing mm. other stuff around the house um, so it stars Donald Glover as John Smith Maya Erskine as Jane Smith uh, Paul Dano as the hot neighbour uh, Parker poses other Jane um, and many more uh, you get an appearance from Ron Perlman in one episode you get an uh, appearance from Mika- Michaela Cole in another episode um, yeah man I know I think you've only just watched one episode so far I managed to watch two you managed to watch two so um, so you watched yeah okay um, so you did you finish episode two yeah I did alright how funny was that truth serum scene? Yeah, it was funny though. At first, I thought it was good. Again, the reason why I find it quirky is because obviously the instructions said what they said, right? Does it don't make sure he doesn't get overdosed, blah blah. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit, this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's taken away from the um episode. Um, they injected him. Twice, so I'm expecting this guy to die or something like that. But yeah. no, this guy just starts like spilling the beans about everything um, and incriminating people as well. And it was it was, it was too funny, and it was also a bit weird. Um, but it was weird in the sense that you can't you you kind of can't understand people's um, I guess perversions to things. I guess you know mm-hmm. when you're rich and all have all that money, you can do certain stuff, right? But um, no, it was it was a fun episode. It was a really fun episode. Um, like you as well, when I watched that first episode, I didn't 
realized I was expected to be as quirky as I found it. Mm. Um, the chemistry between uh, John and Jane is is that of strangers because essentially they are just strangers that have just been put together by this agency to carry out these missions. Um, but I'm only because I'm only episode two. But along the way, it seems that they be, they've got to know each other a bit better, mm-hmm. and they're also um, forming a bond. I wouldn't say it's um, a marriage yet. No. It's more like um, just, I guess, a bond of being in those missions together, those fucked up scenarios together. Yeah. Um, but something is there whilst they are under the alias of Mister Mrs. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's 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 good it's good i thought i'd give it a three piece actually nice um yeah I, it, yeah because i do like, like quirky shows like that mm. so I, I, I feel like a three piece is a, for me anyway i enjoy it i was, I was gonna, I, I feel like a three piece is probably a more um accurate like rating for it but like like i said i'm just having mm-hmm. so much fun with it because i wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as i am um my question to you yeah obviously two episodes in mm. is it just me or are they kind of like really bad spies like in episode not- in episode one, in episode one yeah when they're meant to be like trailing that woman did it not feel like mm. they were just like obviously looking at her and just like proper like looking over and like making it obvious that they're like investigating her yeah but at the same time they are just random people that have been picked up to start doing these sort of missions because you do learn a bit of the backgrounds, and with John Smith's um, character, he is someone who was a drone pilot, right? This is early on yeah. in um, was a gas that we started using drones. So that's that's his character. He's he's a drone operator. Mm. Then you have Jane. I can't remember what Jane's background is. She's but, like um, she, she's like ex CIA kind of thing. So she yeah yeah. So, so they're not actually trained spies. I think anyone in the CIA, I mean, to be fair, CIA, yes, CIA does have um, spies and other, play, uh, and you know, they do other things. But I don't think these are people who are well-versed in what it is to be a spy or what it is to be this sub, this kind of person, right? Mm. Um, for, for what I think is that, for its purposes, they are just ordinary people. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, anything else you want to say before I move on? Um, no, I just think I think it's a good watch. I do think it's a good watch. Um, I do recommend people watch it just to just see their reactions or, or you know have shared shared so they share their thoughts of us basically. Hmm. Um, so far, I'm enjoying it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Um, the situations to get themselves into. Um, the near misses and things like that as well. I think I think it plays very well. Well, once I've finished it, I will watch the Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Um, yeah. Just to, you know, kind of complete the rewatch. Um, I hope- Speaking of which, right, mm-hmm. there's also a, a... I was actually looking... Whilst I was looking for um, this series, uh, Mr. Smith series, there was another one I came across called Mr. and Mrs. Chen. If it seems exactly the same way, of course, I think it's, I say of course, but I think it might be uh, Chinese, but I think it follows the same premise. So you may be all tempted to do a watch of that as well. Where, just to see where, how... Where, um, where is that streaming? Where is that available? Uh, that was online. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't see it on IMDb. If you maybe send me a picture of what it looks like and I'll try and have sure. find it. Um yeah, um, what have you... Is there anything you have been watching and would like to bring up? Oh, good question. What have I been watching? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I don't know if I already mentioned Love on the Spectrum. Did I mention Love on the Spectrum last recorded yeah, or did I just mention it in the group chat? I feel like you did, yeah. Okay, so there's also He-Man Revolution, which oh, I've shit. watching. Yeah, I watched that as well. <laughs> that wait, is, wait, did <laughs> that I not, is a very bingeable series. Did I, I not review like that last episode? episode? I actually I didn't watch it. Oh, okay, I, I could, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm struggling to think. I felt like I talked about it in the last episode, but if maybe I didn't, you did. But I didn't. I didn't watch it. Okay, but I finally what, watched what, it. What did you and think? Of it? I think it was a good ending to the whole He-Man thing they did. I don't know if it's going to be another episode, but what I do think is that um, 
sorry, another episode, another series. But what I do th- feel is that it's a good ending to the what is it four or five seasons we've had of He Man. Mm. Um, and you know, we've spoken in the past of you know our, our thoughts about each season. Um, so there's a nice ending to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, animation is really good. I I enjoyed the animation. Um, this is something that if it was shown on Toonami ages ago, I would have watched it. In fact, there was this, a He Man um, and Masters of the Universe series on Toonami. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, again, very good animation. Um, and everything. Um, so yeah, seeing this, it did bring back that those nostalgic memories. Um, but overall, especially seeing how the where the story has led to and everything, um, I give it a three piece. Um, before I was very skeptical about it. I think the last season I gave it, uh, I think it was the last time we recorded with T or around those times, mm-hmm. um, I gave it a three piece as well. Yeah. Um, I remember T mentioning that he didn't like that there was a race swap of one of the characters. Um, again, like minor character in a grand scheme of of, of things, but um, yeah, I mean, I remember I was having that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, three piece. Um, so this so this season was a three piece. The whole uh, is a quadrilogy, whatever it is. No um, idea. <laughs> is also is also a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, why take everything into account? Okay. That's so let's see what else have I been watching. Ah, Shamai King Flowers. Um, this is an anime that is, I think it's like episode three, or episode four now, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a continuation of um, Shamai King, uh, straight from the manga as well. So you see Yo and Anna's kid um, who wields a Maru, um is also very gifted with. Um, yeah, I said wielding the spirits, fighting, um, and very similarly to the original Shaman King series and manga, um, he too has an Anna in Verkomas, someone who um, literally trains under Anna and is also betrothed to be um, his uh, his future bride. So again, parallels there, um, but this time he's taking on. Um, house out of family, so the branch family of the Asakura clan. Um, but yeah, so far it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I'm enjoying it, and yeah. Um, next one is if there even is a next one. No, I think that's about it, really. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, I mean, other than that, we're watching some nature shows on um, on Netflix. Um, so a lot of David Attenborough ones. Um, just for background watch, um, but it's just you know I've I've always been interested in um, science and nature anyway, so um, just watching those um, is you know I mean I watch it it, it calms me down. Um, it's background noise, and yeah, it's just a nice chill chill series to watch. So um, that's it. That's been it really for me. All right. Cool. So I'm going to uh, half bring on a conversation that we had in the WhatsApp chat. Um, but to, okay, I, I, and afterwards, uh, I've, I've actually got a yeah, question that I want us to. Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen your question. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get to it because your question is a bit more right. of a, a serious question. My con- question is a bit of a fun question. So you posted, you posted in the chat. Um, in a sense, uh, would you rather who would you sleep with between Sakura and Nami from One Piece? Yeah. So what I'm going yeah. to do is, first of all, we need to pick the third character, yeah, and then I'll explain. A third that. character. So obviously, Sakura is from Naruto, one of the big three. Yeah. Nami is from One Piece, one of the big three. So we have to include a character from Bleach. Now, <laughs> okay, this is fair. this is this is why where I say we have to have a dis- uh, maybe not a, a, a long discussion because I actually think mm. I know what we're gonna settle on, yeah, but. In terms of the female character that we should choose from Bleach, uh, the candidates are Rukia and Orihime. Mm. So out of those two, which one fits in more in line with Nami and Sakura? I'm guessing Orihime because she. Well, the picture is. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Orihime. Forget the picture, but I'm talking about like in in terms of uh, relationship to the main character. So Orihime. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna go with Orihime, Mm, which. yeah, let's go Orihime. Let's right, go Orihime. That, that kind of changes my, my answer potentially. All right, so we're going to go Mari. <laughs> uh, we're going to go Mari, fuck, kill. 
out of Orihime from Bleach, Sakura from Naruto, and Nami from One Piece. <laughs> this is no contest. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you go. I, I don't know because I, f- I find it hard because like. Joe, you go first. You, you uh, struggle with it. It's, it's, it's yeah, hard because uh, initially I was like, well, I'm, I definitely want to fuck a Ruhime. Like, that's without a doubt. Like, 100%. But I was like, I don't really want to marry Sakura. I don't really want to marry um, uh, Nam either. I don't think, like, they're great in that mm. aspect of things. But then I was thinking, Ruhime is like, she cooks, she bakes, you know, any outfit that you ever go out with her is she's going to look absolutely banging. Um, you know, and, Wait, Orihime cooks and stuff like that, but let's not forget she her cooking is horrible. Oh, see, yeah, I forgot about that. Doesn't she make? Isn't her baking good? I think her baking is good or something like that. So she, oh. One of them is good, one of them is terrible. Oh, see, no, she, she can make bread. That's it. She can see, make bread. That that changes it again. Because for me, yeah, if it was Rukia, I'm marrying Rukia, bro. She's a no. She's a noble. Like that means I'm set for life. I'm I'm living. I'm this living guy. good. Hey, secure the I mean? bag, man. It's all right. Exactly. I'd 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 married Rukia. I'd have <laughs> fuck, I'd have fucked Nami and I'd have killed Sakura. Yeah. yeah. But like, when it's Orihime, so okay, I'm gonna go with marry Orihime. I'm going to fuck Nami and I'm forced Sakura. I'm going to still have to kill you. Um. It's a shame, but like you're you're tainted amongst the anime community as being useless. Like I involved, man. You're you're you're, you're staying dead. So those are my three: Mario Hume, fuck Nami, and kill Sakura. Where, 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 where's, where's your mm. thinking? Hmm. I think mine is Mari Nami. Mm-hmm. Fuck Orihime. Mm-hmm. And kill sakura yeah i'm sorry sakura man it's, it's just you have just such a bad <laughs> it's, it's, it's long for her you, just do you know what do you want she's actually not that she useless she's not no she's not that uh, she's not she had know. a okay look like, if, okay, you, if, you, if you go back and she actually wa- watch narrative she, she was she was not useless when it came to the uh force of death the cheating exams in the force of death right because actually she did set up traps and stuff like that to uh hold off the attackers and Naruto was what I think knocked out as well so she did a job there um then she wasn't as what's I'm looking for useless helpful <laughs> she, she basically just got worse and worse man that's yeah, what it was uh, do you know, uh, she got worse again, and worse like I said I think like a lot of that is also like the anime community just shitting on her constantly as well which leads, nah, leads fam, it's, it's, it's warranted. It's yeah, warranted. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not warranted, but I, sometimes I do feel like we treat her very harshly because, like, Tenten and Eno was were, were way more useless than she was. But it's because she was I mean, part of Team yeah. 7. But they're also part of Team 3, so, mm. you know. Yeah, no, that's Um And the next thing that you brought up... Um, oh, sorry, Team 7 even, not Team 3, Team 7. So, anyway. So, the, I don't really necessarily, like... The more and more, so we're going to talk about the live action avatar that's coming out. Um, I think we just confirmed that's coming out on the 22nd of February. Yeah, the more yeah. and more I hear about what they're doing with this show, the less mm. and less I think it's going to be successful. They're making, and I'm doing air quotation marks, it's mark, uh, air quotation marks, yeah. They're making it too woke, yeah. They're making changes that are important and that's in a sense character growth for some of the characters um and so the main one uh, there, there's another one but the main one that's come out is that um Soka in the live action avatar um they're removing his like sexist playboy dumbish character um personality from the character um mm. and I think it's stupid because it takes away his growth because initially, you know, he was like, again, very boyish, very sexy, but that's because like of where he grew up, like he had to be like the man of the family. He had to be like, oh, I need to get a girl kind of thing. Like, but as he goes on and as he like, you know, um, is it the Kyoshi Warriors? Yes, the Kyoshi Warriors. They're the ones in the green, right? Yeah. Yeah. So after his first interaction with them, and he's like, actually, women can be warriors too. Women's are like sick, and he like starts to gain respect from them. And like, 
he his personality grow it, it grows and it changes and like he t- ends up turning mm. from like this young jock boy in a sense to like you know a great warrior that's got a lot of common sense and like a lot of, of brain on his shoulders you know what I mean and like I feel like unless they're only doing season one and then wrapping it up in like some tight little bow it takes away from his character and it takes away from some of his character development so I do hope that I'm proven wrong but these early reports and these early things I'm hearing about certain the changes it's um putting a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth like have you heard about um the changes that they made to Bar Sing Se? Is it Bar Sing Se? No, I haven't. What have they done to it? So supposedly what are they planning to do to it? Um so I think in the anime, um and again, oh I'm calling Avatar an anime. <laughs> um in the animated series, yeah, I think like at Bar Sing Se, you get introduced as like this amazing scene and then like ten seconds later it's like being blown up during the war and it gets like yeah. um produced like a war torn country. Um supposedly they're taking that out of the live action because they don't want to take away from the beauty of that bossing say which again takes away the emotional impact of it seeing as such a beautiful kingdom be ravaged by war um yeah yeah so so that's my take on it so what's what's your what's your opinion what's your take on soka being his sexism being removed um, I think that it takes away from his character because the whole point of his character growth was that, um, so it's what he said, um, you know, he had to be the man in the house, he'll be the man in the village and stuff like that as well. Um, in the Avatar series, it was the men that went and fought and the women stayed at home. Um, and also the men went off to fight the Fire Nation. Um <clears throat> So, and especially from Sokka and, uh, what's the name? Sokka and uh, Katara, Katara's tribe. Um, women aren't allowed to do that sort of thing. And it's not just Sokka because the sexism also goes to when they go to the, is it the Northern Water Tribe? I feel it was either the Northern Water Tribe or the Southern Water Tribe, whichever ones. But anyway... Um, there too, she was told that women don't waterbend, only the men do that. And it took Katara almost like having a, a, a drawn out fight with her, um, her the sensei. grandmother's lover, so I guess yeah, her yeah. sensei, um, to, to prove to him that actually women can hold their own and can are effective waterbenders. Um, so it's it's not just a growth for soccer; it's a growth for for everyone, everyone that had those uh, thoughts. So it does take away from the characters um, and the story because it's gone from, you know, I guess the struggle that, in fact, in real life, that women have have had to go through in order to be to be seen as equal. Mm-hmm. And you know, yes, it's done in anime in animated form, but that too comes to the forefront and you know it's seen it shows just how good the women are in their own rights how respectful they are in their own rights you only have to look at other characters like Toph for example a blind girl who was raised as a noble yet she loves to get stuck into fighting she's boisterous um she you know she's not dainty um she's very much a tomboy um you have um uh what's it Azula as well who is like a badass firebender. She's the princess um, of the Fire Nation. But in her own right, she's able to command and strategize, um, you know, the, the, uh, with and against the best of, of, of her opponents. Um, and, you know, she's a very well-written character. So all these characters dispel sexism um, in the show. And Sokka is one who... From by being exposed to all these women, actually understands that you know, um, or breaks down his, um, I say his his misogyny. In his, um, so yeah, that's that's what I take from it. Yeah, it's um, again, it's so, it's, so, it's not the. So I understand. So when people say woke, I understand what people are referring to mm-hmm. um, in this in this uh, well in terms of you know this series that's coming. Um, but whenever I hear the word woke, right, I always go back to its meaning when it was coined in the sixties and stuff like that, which was to just be aware of your surroundings and how, mm-hmm. 
your, 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 your socioeconomic situations are affected by, you know, I guess the way you vote, the government, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, surrounded, obviously, the black, all that's around in the black communities. So when people say woke, obviously, the name has changed into now meaning, I guess, any sort of liberal thing that's, that's supposed to be inclusive of other people and this, that, and the other. And people are taking time actually thinking about, you know, do we want to hurt people's feelings, that kind of thing. Um, I guess that's that's the new sort of definition of woke. But in this particular case, I think it's pandering that they're doing that. Um, um, for all the reasons I've given, I say let let the characters be true to the to the origin, and you know show that they were wrong. And the best way yeah, to show that they were wrong yeah. in the first place is by having them go through their their character arcs and I, and I, and rather I, than just erasing it. And I don't think it's it was that sexist that it can't be shown in like. 2024 like exactly. if it was something super sexist then like he like he was rapey or something or it was like super racist and then you want to make like slight changes because times have changed and I get it but I don't think this mm. this fits into that criteria um yeah I, I I really do hope that the soul changes work but like I said I'm I'm a little bit fearful and skeptical that they've made too many changes that are drastic from um, the anime series because didn't the um, creators of Avatar leave this project halfway through and this could be one I, I this, haven't read about that but I, I feel like origi- is, I feel if, like a, if it's because go on I feel like originally like the, the creators of Avatar were like you know hand in hand working with Netflix to do this and then about halfway through production they left so if, if it's to do with some of these things here then in a sense, I understand because if they're saying, "Well, we want to stick to as much as our original um, point of view as possible," and you're making these, in a sense, drastic changes that we don't want to be involved in it, we don't have our name attached to it. And if that's the case, I get it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, same here. I always get it when um, creators walk away from the own shows is because they don't have that creative freedom. Mm. Um, especially when people higher up say to them that they need to change or need to make several changes that, you know, like I said, I'm sure in their opinion will take away from um, the characters that they've developed. So I completely completely understand that. Yeah. Well, we will be watching it in like two weeks and giving you our full on thoughts on Avatar, the live action on Netflix. Um, I've always wanted to do a rewatch of the animated series. Um, just not at the time I don't know if I will but maybe if I enjoy the live action enough maybe I'll try and have it as a background show while I either do some gaming or do some editing um, in the background mm-hmm. um, but yeah um, that's it from me uh, Martin thank you very much for joining me as always uh, without further ado say no bye problem. to the people bye everyone catch you next time alright guys thanks for listening bye bye now <laughs>